Okay, we go to Luke chapter 12. In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another, our Lord Jesus began to say to his disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. What you have spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. And I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. And after that, have no more power that they can do, have no more that they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Are not five sparrows, sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Also, I say to you, whoever confesses me, before men, him the Son of Man also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Now, when they bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Okay, well, these are discourses that appear in the Gospels. Um, the, the, the version in Matthew is a bit clearer, you know, Matthew 10. Um, because there, he actually said, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. So it's a bit clearer here. And what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. So our Lord Jesus was warning against hypocrisy. Said the, the, the Beware of their leaven. You see, they, they, they say and they don't do. And that is what every Christian needs to be, be very careful about. Okay? You say and you don't do. So who are you saying for? You know? So we must say and do. And so what our Lord Jesus is implying here is that the fact they, that, that they don't do may not be known. But as soon, you know, it will be proclaimed. And so it's warning them. If you say and don't do, it will soon be known. That you just say, but you never do. You don't practice what you preach. You do not follow the instructions you give men. And a Christian's worry about hypocrisy should not be about men. 
you know, knowing or finding out what you say and you don't do. The greatest worry is the fact that God already knows it. You know, that should be our real concern. That if you say and don't do, God knows it. You know. And this is why um, a heart um, Christianity is the best. Where you know that they're seeing your heart, everything you're thinking. That's right. And once there's that consciousness, then we we will strive harder and better to be consistent with what we are preaching and doing. But, you know, a Christian may find themselves totally bewildered by that. But there's a simple solution, and that is Romans 8.14. As many as are led by the Spirit, it will be the children of God. So I don't have to worry about saying and doing. If I keep following the Spirit all the time, in doing and in saying. So, so if I say and I not do, the Spirit will soon point it out to me. That you're inconsistent. So if you do this one, then you'll be consistent. If you do this one, you'll be consistent. And that's why, really, um, everybody needs to know that we can only live this life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that dependence is fundamental, depending on the Holy Spirit to keep us and, and, and see us through day by day. It's not a, 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 a long term. Uh, contract. No, it's a daily contract with the Holy Spirit to get me through this day saying and doing, you know, everything as uh, as I'm directed. And and that's why we, we, we say that um, the communion of the Holy Spirit is fundamental to Christian life, so that you and I will have moment-to-moment guidance, you know, and then reduce drastically all our errors. One of the things I have found out is that when we are led by the Holy Spirit, we not only reduce our errors, we also reduce unnecessary suffering. You know, but um, sometimes in our foolishness, our desires, you know, we, we, we forget to press the will of God in our lives. Instead, we're pressing our desires. Well, all these things are natural, you know, wishing that this happened, wishing that the other happened. But if we learn to do what our Lord Jesus Christ did, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup uh, pass from me. Nevertheless, even though I'm saying that this cup should pass, but don't do it because I said it. Do it because it is your will. So it is that surrender that is very protective from error. You know, yes, it's natural to have uh, desires and have uh, uh, pressing uh, needs in the heart. But we must always remember to say, well, Lord, if that's not what you want, then that's not what I want. Amen. I can only want what you want. Amen. And it's not just a a religious cliche, that statement. It is also because God is the only one who can see the future now. That's right. And a lot of these decisions that we take, some of them have great uh, bearing on the future. And there's no way you can make those decisions. I was telling um, 
I was telling uh, some people that uh, uh, somebody, one young man came to marry my daughter and everybody told me that uh, I'm such a nice fellow. But the very day I set eyes on him, I had a check in my spirit. I wasn't <laughs> sure what it was. And then subsequently, I started getting revelations of violence. Everybody says violence is alien to that boy. That is such a, a gentle person. Mm. They don't know where I'm getting my revelations. <laughs> so um, um, then they, they, they said they should come and see me. Then he came to see me and he brought some presents. I had a, a witness in my spirit that I should not touch anything that he brought. So I didn't touch anything that he brought. And that night that he came, the revelations got worse. More horrible things were shown. So I had to say to my daughter, I've lived under this control for over 30 years of my life. I'm not about to change it now. Say, if you want to marry this man, count me out of it. Count me out. I will not be part of it. You have many uncles that can come and give you away. I will not be part of it. So, my daughter then called up the relationship. Now, it's very interesting. My daughter and her sister are the ones telling me that the boy was very manipulative, you know, and that he was always uh, doing things. I said, ah, so why were you people supporting him? So if the spirit didn't see it, you know, and let me know about it, you know, you people that knew him couldn't see that. Mm-mm. Anyway, so, and that's why we must be led. All that glitters is not good. We must be led in everything. You know, people are very clever, you know, in hiding uh, all the things that they do and and have all kinds of uh, um, uh, agenda. Wow. Only the Holy Spirit can shield you from all these people. That's right. And, and maybe that young man, if you married another person, they'll have a good uh, life. But with my daughter, it was not going to be the, you know. And that's wow. why when you t- talk to, when you talk to people on a marriage, you tell them our traveling companion, people who can travel with you, not everybody can travel with you. No. So, so, so Jesus is saying to, to, to them, the way of hypocrisy, don't, 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 you know, let God always um, um, look people over for you. You know, I've had so many experiences with all these 419 people, and, uh, and, and it was God that revealed them. The two of them came to me, they wanted to buy, to sell me dialysis machines. And I needed machines at the time, you know. <laughs> so naturally, I was interested. So they said I should come and see the machine. I said, no, I cannot see any machine yet. You should come back tomorrow. So in the evening, when I was, I was going to bed, I said, Lord, look these people over from you, you know, because uh, I really, I'm not sure about it. And then the Holy Spirit revealed that they were 4190. Mm. You know, they were so shocked when they came the next day. I was so hostile. And I drove them out of my office. Whoa. And they could not figure out the man they saw yesterday. 
and the man that seeing uh, today. <laughs> so of course, I trace them to their roots. The 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 the, the man, the, the father of one of them was a very well known uh, a doctor in the east. And uh, but the people from their place told me that all his children are foreign. So anyway, these are the harsh realities. You know, we just have to be led. You know, and we just have to. And you cannot say I'm being led, and yet you're making decisions by yourself. Then they see, you know, even though it is, it is not known to another person, but you're practicing the same thing Jesus is condemning. That's why, but when you are led, when you are led, then you are free from condemnation. That's what the apostle Paul said in Romans 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, but they must walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's the only way not to have condemnation if you walk after the spirit. So some people may not agree with you in what you're doing, but you don't have any condemnation in your heart. Sure. You're following what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Amen. So, so let us, um, let us uh, hold firm and steady in all of this. Uh, tomorrow we look at the other aspects of what our Lord Jesus taught him. Amen. Amen. Amen.